John likes tech and lives in Indiana, you know Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio It's the Lack of Genius Podcast In your ear holes at last They don't know they're Mars from Venus That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast We have two firsts today, John Two firsts <laughs> I know Do you know what they are? I, I know one of them. I don't know if I know the other one. I mean, I know one is that this is the first episode where we have a reoccurring guest. Yeah, this is our first returning guest. Yep, that's it. And we'll introduce him in just a second. The other first is that, correct me if I'm wrong, John, that was the first time we've had a Mario dancing to the theme song as it played. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Not that we know of. <laughs> that's probably accurate. We're welcoming back Ben Magnet. And uh, oh, this is, uh, I should have this ready. Ben Magnet, welcome back. Yeah, Ben. Uh, I feel that every time I have to come on, I have to do some sort of like a genius first now, because I didn't because re- I was like, I'm pretty sure they haven't had anyone with the Mario thing. But also, I was thinking, is like, have they had another reoccurring guest on the show? I'm not a hundred percent sure. This no? is it. The, you know, the closest we had was we had our 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 logo designer Jeff McAvoy. He came on for a special tidy up section. And then came on as a guest, but he, you know, I, I'm not trying to, if Jeff, Jeff, if you're listening, I'm not trying to sell you short, but I think, I think he would concede that, yeah, Ben Magnet's the first official two-time guest. So, uh, so well done, mm-hmm. my friend. If, if, if this was a TV show, you wouldn't get the special credits of reoccurring character. Totally. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Ben came on last time to quiz us about retro video games in general. And we talked even then about having you back. And here we are today. Mm-hmm. We're doing, well, why don't you tell us what you're quizzing us on there, Ben? Today, my quiz is on Let's Go. It's me, Mario. Super Mario Brothers. The video games, the, the classic video games, the the most iconic video game character ever known, and also the one that the internet is in an uproar now because Chris Pratt is voicing him in the upcoming Mario film that recently just got pushed back. So it's not coming out this year. It's coming out next year now. Oh, is that what the internet's mm-hmm. reeling about, or is it because well, of Chris the Pratt? Internet, the internet's not reeling about it being pushed back. The internet was still kind of reeling that Chris Pratt's still the voice of Mario. So is it because he's not Italian? Like, what, what do they picture? What does the internet picture? Well, the, the internet, re- I mean, internet and also fans. I.e. myself included, mm-hmm. we're kind of a little iffy on it because Charles Martinet. Now, this is not a question on the quiz, BT, <laughs> but we can totally talk about this. Uh, <laughs> Charles Martinet is the voice that has been the voice of Mario for well over 20 plus years. Oh, and when you and he has been like the said voice of Mario. Now, of course, those who grew up in the 80s and the early 90s will say, but wait, the other people have voiced Mario. There's the Microsoft DOS games Mario was mm-hmm. missing where or Mario's Hotel where it's a different voice actor. And then you have, of course, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which was a cartoon that aired in the 80s that had a different voice actor for Mario. Gotcha. And so the but the thing is, Marnet has been like the iconic voice for Mario, like one of his first it's not his very first, but one of his first major roles was him voicing Mario in, of course, Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Because when you turn that game on and you you plug into the car, you plug in the system, you turn the power on, and you and you see the giant Mario head, or you see Dini, let's go, and, let's and, and go. it's been him, and people have been imitating him, and he's been the voice of Mario for over twenty plus years. So that's one of the reasons why it's like you have this super established voice actor already who's done the voice for eons, yeah, and then you get Chris mm-hmm. Pratt. 
Yeah. And it's interesting because I could get the argument on either side. If, of course, it's Hollywood. They're going to get a big name to play the main yeah. character. You know, it's like kind of inevitable. Um, but as a, I don't know, I could get as a true fan really <laughs> wanting to see the real thing and hear the real thing. And that could be upsetting. Yeah. I mean, the but, good news is Martinet is in the film. He does have a credit and he does have multiple voice roles. It's just he's not the voice role he has been known as for his entire career. So. Yeah. Well, you, you said it You said it at the top of your intro that um, Mario is, is not just the most iconic video game character of all time, but one of the most recognizable just characters worldwide. You know, I, I think whether you are into video games or not, you know who Mario is. I mean, we we were talking, not to bring it back to my mustache, but we were talking about my mustache. I can't tell you how many times I get people saying, oh, Mario or Luigi. I think I'm more of a Luigi to be completely honest. But yeah, he's this is an iconic character. So when you said, can I do a quiz on Mario? I was like, heck yes, you can. Because that's something everyone's going to want to learn a little something about whether they're into it or not, you know, whether they're into video games or not. Although so, I'm pretty sure some of my friends, when they do listen to this, they're like, how come you did a Mario quiz and not a Sonic the Hedgehog quiz? Because they know I'm a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Like Sonic got me into video games, but Mario did help me stay. So I do have a soft spot in my heart for the Mario franchise, but Sonic the Hedgehog, that's where I was like, that's where I really cut my teeth on video games. I think we've already planted the seed that you'll probably be our first three-time guest because I think we're going to have to have you come on and do a Sonic the Hedgehog quiz for us as well. Um, let's uh, let's do a, a quick tidy up and then we'll get and then we'll get into our quiz time. All right, let's do it. Tidy up before we go go any further with the show show. Tidy up before we go go fix our mistakes tonight. I wanna get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tidy up. This is uh, one of the first times, or it's been a while since John and I did no discussion about tidy up beforehand. So we're just gonna True. see what happens. I actually do have a tidy up. I don't know if you have any, John, or or Ben. No. For if, if you have anything in your life in general that you want to tidy up, <laughs> this is the place to do it. Uh, Ignore the giant mess behind me. That's, <laughs> luckily, the camera can't see, but there's a giant mess behind me. Yeah. I should make a whole tidy up playlist so you can listen to it while you're literally tidying up your house. Probably. Um, <laughs> the only tidy up I had, uh, last week we did an episode on Raffi and Sharon Lois and Bram. Did you grow up on either mm -hmm. of these uh, singers, Ben? I had no idea what you guys were talking about. Well, you didn't know either of them. <laughs> Not a bloody clue. I think the only thing about Rafi that I know is I saw a screenshot of him playing with Yo-Yo Ma during the pandemic. Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. that had, was. I was when you guys were talking about like childhood singers. I was trying to think if I remember any, but the only singer or band that came to my brain was the Beatles. Oh, how funny! <laughs> well, there's probably <laughs> they grew up. On. Yeah, there's probably a lot of people who have who share that whose parents listen mm -hmm. to Beatles, and and it's you know family friendly enough and and poppy enough and whatever and you know you know what i was just thinking right now is it's interesting because i guess this is how it is in general but the internet is so full of all kinds of children's music and songs and everything that i don't know if kids are going to be able to say i grew up on this singer you know like i think i guess this generation this little baby generation grew up on baby shark and um wow. i don't know it's very interesting but um not to not to blindside you with a correction john but i did look up skidamarink and I discovered okay. it's it's not a, it was not originally written by Sharon okay. Lewis and Bram, it, which it's so weird to me that that jumped out at me because I, I, <laughs> I maybe it's because we sang it at campfires that that sort Could of be. it sort of like 
would we say it was written way back in 1910 the first version uh-huh. it was originally written by Felix F Feist Triple F Felix F Feist he did the lyrics and Alpian Tadasi did the music it was for a Charles Dillingham Broadway production of the echo i don't know what uh in what context it was in and the the other funny thing about the song skidamarink is that it's spelled so many different ways in fact um <laughs> sharon lois and bram spell it like the word skin skinamarinky dinky dink but i've always heard it as skid like skid marks in your underwear skidamarinky dinky dink <laughs> um but uh either way yeah um it is very interesting because Rafi, much the same. He had Down by the Bay was one of his biggest songs, but it's not actually his song. It's just a, what's it called when um, when something isn't copyrighted anymore? It's a free... Public domain. Public domain. Public domain. Thank you. Yeah. So so it's just a public domain song, so anyone can kind of sing it and do their versions of it. And, and uh, they just did it better than anyone else and became known for it. So there you go. That's <laughs> tidied up, right? Yeah, I guess I do have a, a tidy up as well. Uh, All right. For those that saw the the new project that Kevin and I are doing on YouTube. I appreciate all the support on that one and the yeah. people that have reached out and everything. So, yeah. Did you want to talk, did you want to talk briefly about what that project is just to give it a quick little plug? Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, if you go to YouTube and, and watch the video, it'll say this, but, uh, week and a half ago, I was diagnosed uh, with diabetes. And so this pro- new project is me going through all that and getting healthier and figuring it all out. And, and Kevin's doing it with me in a, in a fashion. So mm-hmm. we're, we're both attempting to get healthier and all that. And so it's just a new project. It's not going to have a podcast or anything with it. It's just a video series on YouTube. So so if you want to follow along, um, we recorded the other day a little check-in that'll probably be live soon, and and um, mm-hmm. just checking in on on general health. And I think it's important, you know, John is, you know, that's a tough diagnosis to get, and and I'm trying to do what I can to support you, but I, I really admire that you're doing this project, John, because it's a it's it's vulnerable and putting yourself out there, and I think that's where strength comes from is when you put yourself out there in ways like that. And B, mm-hmm. I, I think it could really inspire other people, myself included, to make changes in our lives and to to, to live a healthier life. So if you feel like supporting we're, we're it's on our youtube page and uh, and we'll check in every now and then about it here as well yeah. so all right cool we're tidied up i think it's time to do some quiz time yeah let's do it sounds good let's do it. it's time to take a quiz or two like a genius podcast doing this for you you may fail but it ain't no lie baby it's quiz time don't really want this quiz to be tough i just want to pass one because i failed enough might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie, baby, it's quiz time. We were talking on the pre-show about Ben hearing that song in real life, <laughs> the, the NSYNC version. I was playing it on our way to Fanny's birthday dinner while I was blasting in the car. The lyrics for your jingle for It's Quiz Time kept going, were playing in my brain. And I'm like, that's not the lyrics to Instinct's Bye Bye Bye, Ben, get it right. <laughs> Me being a 90s baby who grew up listening to Instinct and Bye 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 on Radio Disney all yeah. the bloody time. It's like, <laughs> Disney. it strikes a chord. It strikes a yeah. chord, my dude. You got it right. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, for me, it was TRL. Every day on TRL, I was hearing that song. So I'm glad it can live on forever in our podcast and and, and get us into, transition us uh, once a week into our quiz. So so Ben Ben has already kind of introed what he's doing, but I'll, I'll basically hand the reins off to you here and we can uh, you can jump into the quiz when you're ready. Well, I may not be the Lord of the Longfurbs like a certain other guest, which I, I have to... <laughs> 
to say it. I freaking love that name when I listened to it the first time. And every I time know. she posts something, I always say Lord of the Long Verbs. But yeah. I gave myself this own title of Librarian of the Pixels, if you will. <laughs> All right. So let me just, this is Alyssa, our opera singer, who who orders these creepy looking Furbies that are long and demented. And she gave herself the title Lord of the Long Verbs. And now I love it. We have self-proclaimed titles, Librarian of the Pixels. That is strong, man. We need to I'm, get you a badge. I would, I would like that. Of course, I'd be in like this great little robe or something, but that's that's going <laughs> off the rails. We are talking about Super Mario Brothers. So obviously, just like um, retro gaming quiz that I did last time, Mario has 35 years of extensive history, extensive trivia. Don't worry, I was able to make a quiz that was five questions long <laughs> and. There really isn't a huge, it's kind of like um, a potpourri of questions, but we are going to be talking about, it is more focused on the earlier games. So the NES titles, okay, just like other characters, 35 years, it's a very, very long time to be around. So there is still so much trivia. Like if you were to go onto YouTube and look up, did you know gaming, which is a really good video game trivia um, show mm-hmm. and you go, did you know gaming Mario? They have a playlist of about, Last time I checked, I was watching some of them last night to help me to help me make this quiz. There's about fifty quest or fifty videos, and each one is about ten minutes long, give or wow. take. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say if we if we wanted to make this a long form podcast, we could just let you go and just just <laughs> just let's go. It's gonna be a four hour podcast, but that's fine. We're gonna learn a lot about Mario. Oh, we I did do. limit you to five questions. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Kevin, the uh, the pixel librarian, just gave a hint for pixel. when he comes on next time for uh, Sonic. Yeah, and that we just need to go watch that now, and then that way he can't say we cheated if we watch it right before he comes back you're right we watched we watched the movie now maybe we dig into some of the games and then when he comes back with a sonic quiz we'll be like oh we, that was months ago we, we weren't right? cheating <laughs> i wasn't gonna yeah. say you're cheating i mean i would say cheating if you're like scrolling through google while we're doing the quiz so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah now that's studying what your guys are saying that's, that's a good point that's a good <laughs> yeah. point we'll st- study so, yes, for quiz it, time so, yes, it is all about Super Mario Bros, the video game specifically. So I'm not going to throw any oddball questions about, say, the the films or the or the film. The only mm-hmm. one that's out starring um, John Leguizamo and John yeah, and the, um, the dude from uh, Roger Rabbit. Bob. 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 No. Bob Hoskins. 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 Bob Hoskins. It's been forever since I've seen that. I have a DVD copy, but not a DVD player. So I have yet to watch it on DVD. (laughs) It's one of my favorites. I saw that once and I've been trying to get the guys to do a commentary on that for the longest time. But oh my gosh. So this one might be a bit of a softball, especially for John, because I know in the intro he plays Nintendo, but maybe (laughs) Kevin. So question number one on my Mario quiz. Let's go. Let's go. What game did Mario first appear in? Is it mm. A, Donkey Kong, B, Mario Bros, C, Super Mario Bros, or D, none of the above? I immediately want to say A, but then part of me is like, I think D, because I don't think Donkey Kong is what it was originally called. Oh, you're getting technical. You're getting yeah. technical. See, now, yeah, Donkey Kong is what came to my mind, which I, I, I would understand could be a trick question if people don't know. Because Don- Mario's the guy throwing, no, avoiding the barrels, jumping over the barrels, right? Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, does it, is it because it has a different name? I like this, John. What are you going to do? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with D. 
You, now, is this just sort of like a, a memory you have? Like, I don't think it was called Donkey Kong. I think it was called something else. No, it's, um, I follow Will Wheaton on Instagram. Oh. And he actually has some old arcade cabinets. I don't know if they're old, but he's oh. got some arcade cabinets that he p- posts about and trying to think. And I, I know Donkey Kong is one of them that he does, but I, I, can't, I feel like he said there was something before it and I can't think of what it was, but well, I'm just going with D. Yeah, I was between Donkey Kong and none of the above for sure, but I'm going to choose Donkey Kong and we'll see if either of us get some points here. Well, one of you is getting a point and the winner is... Kevin! Woo! Donkey Kong! Sorry, John. Yes. <laughs> 1981, the original. My t shirt. The t shirt I'm wearing. The original, yep. 1981. He's now, got a pixelated version of Mario on it from uh, from the original Super Mario, I think. Yes. So actually, no, this is from Donkey Kong. Oh, that's from Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's way yeah, pixelated. This is from yeah. Kong. So, uh-huh. John, you were kind of right because the Donkey Kong cabinets were technically radar scope before they, a lot of them became Donkey Kong cabinets. Because when Nintendo was bringing Donkey Kong over from Japan to the United States, they were thinking, oh, let's put a, a space shooter game. But there was a bunch of space shooter games out at the time. So they redid it for Donkey Kong. And in the game, Mario was originally called Jumpman. <laughs> that's what it was. That's what they call mm-hmm. Michael Jordan now, right? Isn't that like a, that's like a, th- like Drake has a song called Jumpman. And it's, that's what they call the logo of the, of Michael Jordan jumping through the air. I'm pretty yeah. positive. That's hilarious. And Mario Bros. There is a Mario Bros. Out- arcade game that came out in 1983, which if you, which you can play, like you can play that, that sucker on like all the, the Super Mario Game Boy Advance games that came out. They have a, a version of the Mario Bros. arcade game. Uh, that's an upgrade version. You could play it on Nintendo Switch Online service, I believe, right now. But yes, the original <laughs> Donkey Kong arcade cabinet was Mario's first ever appearance in a video game. <laughs> first called Jumpman. That's the that's mm-hmm. the fact that that's sticking with me right now. That's unbelievable. <laughs> because I just did a quick search of Jumpman, and yeah, that's what they call the Nike logo of Jordan. But there's also some other game called Jumpman. I'm like, Mario had it first, bros. Mario had it first. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that was- I mean, yes, he was called Jumpman, but it wasn't officially that. Yeah. And then it was like one of the things that it was like something called or something that um, Miyamoto did throughout the offices. But yes, Mario's first ever video game appearance was in 1981's Donkey Kong. Cool, man. All right. Well, that puts me at one for one. John, 0 for one. I think I needed that head start. So we'll see. uh, Let's see how the rest of this quiz goes. All right. Question number two. What was the reason why North American gamers got a different version of Super Mario Brothers 2? Hmm. Uh, option A, the North American NES systems didn't have the disk drive needed to play the game. Hmm. B, the game was too big for cartridges at the time. Oh. C, Nintendo of America thought the game was too easy. Or D, Nintendo of America thought the game was too hard. Wow, great choices, man. I could see any of these being legitimate reasons. Yeah, I had fun with that one. (laughs) What was the reason North American gamers got a different version of Super Mario Brothers 2? And that, can I ask clarification? Is that just Mm -hmm. different than Japan, different than the rest of the world? Like, So here in North America, our version of Super Mario Bros. 2 is different from the actual Super Mario 2 that came out in Japan first. Gotcha. Because they eventually got their version. They call it Super Mario Bros. USA. But there is a reason as to why we here in North America got a, a different version of it. Gotcha. What you have any thoughts, John? I'm going to think they thought it was too hard. They, that's D. They thought North Nintendo yeah. America thought the game was too hard. 
So, so in this, let me just make sure I understand, John. If you're choosing that one, you're saying that this this version that they made in Japan, the, the original version was too hard, so they then made an easier version for North America, right? That's the logic. I, I, I'm saying they thought it was too hard, not that it necessarily was. Yeah, I yeah, mean, got it. And so, my, in, my my thinking is, you know, things like this were out in the in Japan before they were here in the U.S. Like just platform games like Mario and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so they probably thought, well, you know, th it's still new to the U.S. market. They, they're not as advanced with it as we are. Interesting. So they, they, they may have dumbed it down to make it more palatable for general public. Yeah, exactly. You want to sell more copies. And what's interesting is the, the logic could be used on the opposite of the game was too easy. Like um, yeah. if everyone was passing it real fast, they want people to put, well, I don't know. They want people to, to invest in the game. I'm just going to choose opposite of you, John. I'm going to choose C and say that the game was too easy <laughs> just to make this fun. We'll just go back and forth like this. All right. What do we got, Ben? All right. So reverse last time. John got right. Kevin got wrong. Good job. Good job. All right. Ah. Yes, so Super Mario Bros. 2, which would eventually would come to America's shores, but it would come out as Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. Now, when Miyamoto was making a direct sequel to Super Mario Bros., he was making it with the gamers in mind who have completely mastered the original version of the game. And of course, when Nintendo of America got a copy of it, they thought it was way too difficult for American gamers. There's a lot of times where we got where J where Japan makes something great, but then us Americans were kind of like we were kind of skittish about it because we were also very scared that people were gonna think it was too difficult mm. and then we weren't gonna enjoy it. And then of course we we're gonna lead to another video game crash, which thankfully never happened. Yes, so Nintendo of America thought the game was way too hard, so they re so they had another game that was in development called Doki Doki Panic, which was in collaboration with the Fuji uh, with Fuji Film or TV Fuji in Japan. So they remade the reskin the characters where you get to play as Mario, Luigi, P Princess Toadstool, Peach, and Toad, and so they reskinned that, put it here in America, and while it still did very well, eventually people they realized oh. American gamers probably would have enjoyed the real Super Mario Brothers 2, which was out on the Nintendo Disk System in Japan. And we finally got it with um, Super Mario Brothers All-Stars, which is an um, updated oh. version of the original three games, plus the Lost Levels. Oh, that's so cool. The, and the Lost Levels, again, <laughs> were what Japan originally had created for Super Mario yes. 2. And it, it's... And this explains so much because growing up, and I'm sure this is probably a, a everybody knows, but Super Mario 2 was always so different than yes. any of the other games. You know, there's just a different feel about it. And now it makes sense. It was literally supposed to be Doki Doki Hoorah or whatever. Doki Doki Panic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, Japan did get to play that version. Like, if you look in the Mario Encyclopedia, it did get released in Japan as Super Mario USA. Okay. To differentiate between the two, because, of course, if you're in mm -hmm. Japan, you say Super Mario Bros. 2, they think the one that's super hard. But, of course, you can play it on, um, you can play the Lost Levels, which is what we call it here in America, on a bunch of systems, including this one, which is the Super Mario Bros. Game & Watch that came out a, a few years ago in celebration of yeah. Mario's 35th anniversary. Oh, that's so cool. It Yo, looks like a little uh, Nintendo, original Nintendo handle, just a little bit uh, taller, and it's got a screen in the middle of it. That's oh, no, awesome. The, these Game & Watch systems predate the Game Boy. Do they really? They do. Wow. Think That's Tiger cool. LCD screens, but not mm -hmm. as not as annoying. <laughs> wow, but so they obviously just weren't were they just not marketed as well as Game Boys or just they just they just didn't have the 
Oh, they were, um, they didn't have like the, the oomph as Game Boys. Um, uh-huh. Gunpei, this is a side tangent, sorry. Uh, Gunpei Yakoi, who made the Game of Watches and eventually the Game Boy, he developed the Game of Watch because it's like, it was supposed to be for people who were taking the trains so that like, they'd have a little fun game to play, but also they would have a watch. So it's like, oh, Smart. like, it's like, oh, hey, yes, I had have a high score on ball, which was the first game of watch game ever made. But also they could check to see what time it was. Yeah. Wow. Now we have cell tell your telephones to do that for us. Yeah, now. That's why it's called the game and watch. That's so clever. Good, man. Dude. All right, man. I, I, I want to play a John knowledge bomb drop for you, but you're not John. You're Ben. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I have played the last levels. The first time I played it was on my uh, game and watch. And uh, yo, that is hard. Is it? It is hard. So, so I, they were right. Yeah. The first mushroom you see is actually a poison mushroom and it kills you one hit. Oh my gosh, the very first one. They didn't even let ease you into it. But yeah, so that is the reason why our Super Mario Bros. was different than the original Super Mario Bros. Super interesting, man. That's so cool. Thanks for mm-hmm. uh, thanks for teaching us that. Well, all right. Yep. So yeah, you're right. We're tied up now. We're each one for we, two. Now, this one's a little bit easier, but it's a, tr- it's a 50-50 true or false question, but okay. it might throw some of you off. <laughs> As I grin evilly and stroke my beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the librarian of pixels has an evil side. <laughs> okay. True or false? The Mario Brothers arcade game was ported to the Atari 2600. John, what, a, what a, okay, let me just ask this this question. Ported meaning like it transferred over like it was made for. That's okay. The Mario Brothers arcade game was ported to the, so yeah, so then it was made for the Atari 2600. Okay. I don't know, man. John, what are your thoughts? I'm I'm thinking true mainly because Atari was the one that made a lot of the arcade cabinets back in the day. Oh, um, interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's a good chance that, you know, it was an Atari cabinet that the arcade game was on. So if that was the case, then it probably already kind of ran on an Atari system. So it wouldn't have been that hard to get it to run on the 2600. Interesting. Interesting. That logic makes sense, John. It does. I don't have any real logic to go off of, except that like, well, no, why would Mario be on Atari? So I should choose false. Um, but it seems like if it was a question, then there's got to be something to it. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna choose true as well. You said you're choosing true, right, John? Yeah. All right, both choosing true. Oh, the tie continues. You're both correct. All right. <laughs> yes, the original arcade game was ported to the Atari 2600. Now, of course, when you hear a Mario game. You think, oh, it should have been a Nintendo-made arcade cabinet. Why is Mario or any Nintendo property showing up on a system other than Nintendo? The arcade game came out in 1983, and this game was made for the Atari 2600, or was a version of it was made for the Atari 2600 the exact same year. Of course, as we know, the video game crash here in North America happened in 1983, so of course sales plummeted which means there are cartridges of super of mario bros as well as donkey kong for the atari and even for the television out there problem is those games suck oh really they are (laughs) what's this is the same thing that happened with pac-man gamers went to the arcades they saw these amazing graphics because arcade cabinets at the time were much stronger and much more powerful they can they had more processing power they were Mm -hmm. able to display better graphics because if you look at a one-to-one screenshot of Mario Bros next to the, the Atari 2600 version next to the arcade cabinet, you would think they're completely different games. Because mm. 
the Atari 2600 wasn't nearly as powerful to give the level of detail and the level of gameplay that the arcade version had. But it is true, there are Nintendo games on Atari systems, they just kind of sweep that under the rug because, you know, it was during the era where things got bad and Nintendo wasn't, they didn't have a strong foothold in North America just yet. Mm. That would come in 1985 with the release of the Nintendo Entertainment System, and we all know where that went. Kablamo, but in a good way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Practically saved the console market here in, in the United States. But yeah, that's super interesting. I would never yeah. guess that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Wow. All right. This is this is good. The tie continues. I, I know. Bet. Two for three. Going to come down on the wire, maybe. <laughs> ooh, ooh, this is good. All righty. <laughs> we'll hope you're ready for this one, gentlemen. Out of <laughs> all the Mario games, including Mario Party, including Mario Kart, which title currently holds the crown of most sold copies worldwide? Worldwide. Is it A, Super Mario Brothers, B, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, C, Super Mario World, or D, Super Mario 64. Wow. I'm thinking Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Just because Mario Kart is so um, kind of widely loved. There's that. I mean, the the Switch has sold fantastically. Mm. I, I, I think it's sold more than the Wii has, as well as the NES and Super NES and GameCube and 64. You know, the interesting thing about this question is you might think, you know, we might look at choice A of Super Mario Brothers for the NES. It's been, it's the oldest. It's been around the longest, so it's probably sold the most. And so you could almost argue the same for Super Mario World. But, you know, those it's not like those things are selling today. So, um, and there's probably a much, much bigger audience for uh, video games now. John might be right, man. And Super Mario 64, <laughs> that was such a huge deal with the... And, and I don't know a lot about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Oh, I don't know, man. John, you make a good point. What are we, tied? Uh, <laughs> I, it's hard because I, I kind of want to choose the Mario Kart, but I feel like that's less fun. But we'll still be, we'll still be tied going into the last question if I choose it. I'm going to choose Mario Kart. I'm going to choose it. You can both go with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Yep. Yep. The tie continues on, my friends. It is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Nice job, oh. John. <laughs> Man, that was fun. So if you go ahead and Google best-selling Mario game, there is a website that will pop up and say the answer is actually Super Mario Bros. The original NES cartridge clocking it at 40.24 million units. Wow. However, that website has not been updated since January. It was updated last time in 2020. Oh, if you go to um, Nintendo.fandom.com and go, it's essentially a Nintendo wiki site and look at mm -hmm. a list of best-selling Mario games. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is currently the number one selling Mario game ever sitting at 43.35 million copies with the original Super Mario Bros. clocking it at 40.24. Wow. I'm surprised the original was as high as it is. It's, it, it did. It does has sold a lot of units from uh, even, even being as old as it is. I mean, yes, it is a very, I mean, as far as I know, this is just cartridges sold in its heyday, but it, the numbers could be inflated because of digital releases like mm -hmm. um, and re-releases. I don't know if they also um, clock in the millions sold for, like, say, the Game & Watches or whatever. But yes, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, this game for the Nintendo Switch is the number one selling game. And this is technically a remaster of Mario Kart 8 mm -hmm. for the Wii, or for the Wii U, I should say, 
which mm-hmm. those numbers were dismal. There was like 8 million mm-hmm. copies sold of Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, and then it instantly jumps to 43.35, which just tells you volumes on how badly the Wii U did compared to the Nintendo Switch. Wow, that's amazing. And and would you say that it has something to do? I mean, obviously Mario is a big selling point in that brand, but I mean, I, I feel like Mario Kart is that, like I am an example of this. I'm not a gamer. I, I freaking love Mario Kart. <laughs> I love me some Mario Kart, man. I just, it's it makes sense to, I think, non-gamer games and, I, yeah. and, and probably is still fun, heads, I mean, not non-gamer minds, and probably is still fun for gamers, right? Is that kind of the oh, yeah. draw? Yeah, yeah. And even now, um, just a few months ago, Nintendo had a direct and they announced that they were adding DLC to Mario Kart. Because the thing about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which was already a really good selling point, is that this game had all the DLC that came out for the Wii U version. All the DLC, because there was a DLC pack with Mercedes-Benz where you can drive Mercedes-Benz oh. cars. <laughs> they had extra characters like Link's, uh, Link from The Legend of Zelda, I just saw Isabelle that. from uh, Animal Crossing, and sp- the Inkling from Splatoon. You can race as those mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. And of course, they added a bunch of new tracks. So in the base game, there are 48 tracks, which this new DLC that just came out, they're going to launch it in waves. Once it's completed in around 2023, there will be 48 brand new tracks oh. to play in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Wow. So you they essentially doubled the tracks to make it just under 100 tracks to race. Oh, it's unbelievable. It, so, of course, numbers for Mario Kart 8 went back up because they're all going to they're going to be remastering tracks from all the games in the Mario Kart series. I played the first two cups. The first two cups are really fun. And it's just just the fact that we have more tracks to race in Mario Kart means that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is probably going to be we're good. It's going to be our one and only Mario Kart for a good long while. Oh, yeah. This is this is on the Switch, right? You said this, this is, is on the on, Switch. Yes. I, now I want to get a Switch because I've oh God, I want I I am craving some Mario Kart right now. Hearing <laughs> just hearing you talk about it, I'm like, oh my God, I want to yeah, play. Yeah, I was talking I wanna, with my friends and I was like, man, I would like to hear Mario Kart Nine be announced this year. Just announced, not released, just announced this year. And then they come out was like, hey, we're adding 48 new tracks to Mario Kart. I'm like, never mind, I'm good. I don't need that <laughs> yeah, Mario, I don't need Mario Kart Nine because this is the quintessential as as of right now. This is the quintessential Mario Kart game. Yeah, if you're a huge Mario Kart fan, this is a good time. This is a good time. <laughs> mm, I want to get me on some Rainbow Road right now. Oh, that sounds so fun. Which one? Yeah, which all one? of them. Yeah, are there a bunch on there? Are they? They, oh, yeah. they have like they have all the yeah. re, the original versions. Yeah, they have the N64 version. They have the SNES version. They have, of oh. course, the Mario Kart 8 version. Uh-huh. And we all know there's going to be more Rainbow Roads added because, I mean, how can you not? <laughs> and because, as we all know, that's the track that ruins friendships. <laughs> Ruth friendships. <laughs> someone picks Rainbow Road, everyone just stare. It's like daggers. It's like, how dare you? Man, we need to do a whole episode on Mario Kart now. I'm I'm worked up now. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, there there could be so many different like we can do an episode on Mario Kart, we can do an episode on Mario Party, we can how many times I yelled at people for in Mario Party for stealing my star. Fanny. Is that and, is that question five? How many times no. have I yelled at? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not question five. But speaking uh, of question five, as we're talking on a random about Mario Kart 8, what was Miyamoto going to name Mario originally? And no, it's not Jumpman. I was going to say, where's Jumpman? <laughs> <laughs> originally, Miyamoto was going to name Mario A, Mr. Video, B, Mr. Game, Osan for C, or D, Luigi. 
Is there any chance you know this, John? Just if you know it, don't say it. But you do, you don't know this factually. I feel like it's something I've known in the past. Okay, but I can't say I I do. These are great choices, by the way, because look, when I see A and B as Mr. Video and Mr. Game, like when I hear those by themselves, like Mr. Game, when I hear that by itself, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But then I'm also like, okay, did Ben Magnet just throw Mr. in front of the words video and game because we're doing this about video games or, but it also seems like it could be real. Um, Osan, Osan seems like there could be a story there, you know, naming it after someone maybe. And Luigi obviously is Mario's brother um, who like would be interesting if that was the original name for it. I'm actually super interested to because this is a, created by a Japanese person in Japan, and yet they're Italian. They're Italian names. That's an interesting thing to me as well. That's why I wonder if it's not Luigi. Are you leaning towards something, John? Don't say it yet. Don't say it. Yeah, I am. Oh dang, you're leaning towards something. Because I don't know if I actually. I uh, oh, I'm drunk with power right now. I know so because good. I am leaning towards. I am leaning towards. I think I know what I'm gonna pick. Should we should we say what we're gonna pick on the count of three? Sure. Count us down. Three, two, one. Osan. D. Luigi. Oh, all right, all right. I'm picking C. Osan, and I'm hung up because I'm like, what if it is Mr. Video or Mr. Game? I just I I feel bad ignoring those, but yeah, okay. You gentlemen, locking it in. We're locking it in. Yep. Oh man, it's one of us, right? No, the time continues. <laughs> we both missed it. Oh my god! Oh, has there ever been a tie on Lack of Genius before? There oh, has, yeah. yeah, there okay. has, there definitely has. But this, this, I thought for sure one of us was going to win this one. It was either Mr. Video or Mr. Game. It was Mr. Video. That's fantastic. A. So before, when they were making Donkey Kong, Miyamoto wanted to call um, Mario Mr. Video as kind of like Mr. Video Game because he was going to name his character for all the games he was going to make in the future. Uh-huh. And Osan is there because they were referring to Mario as Osan, which is Japanese. The, the very loose translation from uh, of Osan is essentially middle-aged man. <laughs> what's more exciting than a middle-aged man right in the, in the in the cabinet art for donkey kong he looked like a middle-aged guy so they yeah. just call him a middle-aged man Got and it. of course the, i threw the, the luigi one in there just to throw you guys off but yeah. luigi is a playoff of ruigi which is the japanese name for luigi and because it's yeah. there's already luigi and they're both italian it just made sense yeah, um, yeah. I got all this information from Did You Know Gaming Super Mario Bros. Excuse me, Part Five, part and five. that and it's the very beginning of the episode where they explain on how on how Mario got his name, and Ooh. the very first sentence was, "Did you know what Mario's name was originally?" And no, it's not Jumpman either. It was <laughs> going to originally be Mister Video. It's not Jumpman, and it's not Middle Aged Man. Nope. <laughs> but now the internet has kind of adopted Jumpman as Mario's middle name. And also, technically, according to Miyamoto, the Mario Brothers are mononymous. They don't have last name because if we all know in the Bob Hoskins film, Super Mario Bros, the infamous line is like, what's your first name? Mario. What's your last name? Mario. And they're like, hold up, what? And it's like Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. (laughs) Technically, there's no such thing as a last name for Mario, but the internet has made the joke of Mario Jumpman Mario as him being the air quotes, the big air quotes here, his official name. I love that. According to true Nintendo from the creator himself, Shigeru Miyamoto-san, it is just Mario and it is just Luigi. No last names. Wow. This is so cool. Like uh, this whole quiz in general, because so we talked at the top about how Mario is such a huge icon in the in the world, just an mm-hmm. iconic figure. And 
you're talking about how the internet has now adopted this name for Mario Jumpman Mario based on all these different, you know, cultural things. But it's just really inspiring because a character like this gets created and then it basically becomes the world, you know, mm -hmm. like Mario belongs to everybody. And, and you know, the, the fact that the internet can have these conversations and come up with these fun nicknames that are based on things that actually happen. But I don't know. Um, it, it's, it's really cool to hear that. It's really cool to hear that community, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Ben, dude, you knocked it out of the park, man. We, we ended up tying yeah. three out of five, two out of five, I think is what we ended up going three out of five. No, we four. Did go, five out of five we all got it we both aced the quiz um ben by the way you know so we we follow each other on on twitter and stuff ben, ben's got let me i'll let you plug everything to make sure that we get it correctly i know you have two podcasts that you're a part of and also recently uh posted a picture of you in your first i believe first published magazine right there it is. Fusion, Fusion. And so go, tell people right where they can find you, what you're known for. You can talk about Fusion. Oh, man. There, there's a list now. So I am a co-host of the Fake Nerd Podcast, which is a weekly nerd podcast where we talk about nerd stuff. We're reviewing stuff. Our next episode, well, as of this recording, our next, it might be already up mm -hmm. when this goes up. We're reviewing The Northmen and also Basement Arcade Pause Menu, which is my video game-centric podcast. And since the last time we recorded, <gasps> Pause Menu is the recipient of an award. So I am now officially an award-winning podcast. I won uh, a Snobby Award for Best Interview Show with my interview with Howard Scott Warshaw, which is the nice. creator of the Atari 2600 game E.T. So I can now officially say I'm an award-winning pod uh, podcaster. So woo! That's awesome. What? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Kevin. So yeah, so there's that. And also I write for Old School Gamer Magazine, both the physical magazine and the website. I write for GoNintendo.com. And my first published article ever is in Fusion Gaming Magazine, issue number 31, which you can find at Fusion Retro Books. They're based out of England. <laughs> so if you do decide to order the magazine, Dude, just, there it is. just be warned. It's going to take a while to get here. But uh, they also put my name on the cover. There it is. And of course, my first ever main published article is about Super Mario Bros. It's a huge, it's a two page panel of just, it looks like Mario One. It's uh, it, lots of colors. That looks awesome. I remember seeing the picture and reading <laughs> what you wrote. It was, and it was just so cool to see your name. I was like, Ben Magnet, yeah. I know him. And it looks so good in a gamer <laughs> magazine. That name looks so good in a gamer magazine. That's so awesome. Yeah. Technically, it's a four page, four page spread. Four page spread. Nice. Because you turn yeah. it again and then there's another two page. Yep, that's fantastic. Pages, but of course, that's the big one because you know that's the big colors, the draw. It's like how Mar, and it's about how Mario perfected platforming. Because let's be real, over the year, over thirty-five years, Super Mario Bros. has perfected the platforming genre, and so many other games have taken elements from Super Mario Bros. Whether they want to admit it or not, mm. but that's what happened. So yeah, yeah, it is. The award-winning Ben Magnet. We've been honored to have you. And and on Twitter and socials, you're just at Ben Magnet, correct? Yes. Uh, ben Magnet 27 on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Ben Magnet 27, twitch.tv slash Ben Magnet 27. I'm there as well, streaming Elden Ring Tuesdays and Saturday mornings at 2 a.m. Pacific because that's the only time I can play because <laughs> that's when I get off of work. I know. I know, America. I know. <laughs> I know. Dude, we, we really loved having you, man. You you knocked yeah. it out of the park again. Librarian of Pixels, it's been an honor. We'll let you go. Um, we'll be back next week. And uh, and everyone have a good a good day wherever you happen to be in the world right now. Until next time, my pixelated friends. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. 
They don't know they're Mars and Venus. That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. Let's go.